The information and stories in this podcast are for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. Content provided should not be taken as relationship or sexual advice. We are not experts. Explicit language and frank descriptions of sex are discussed. This podcast is for adults only. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to another episode of the Almost Swingers podcast. Um, now, before we get started, we just wanted to um, send out our condolences. Uh, we heard about what happened with the uh, Black and Kinky podcast, um, and we just wanted to send our condolences to Belle um, and the rest of the family. Um, we were really saddened to hear what happened and we can't imagine what you're going through. Um, but just wanted to send our love and thoughts and prayers, uh, to you and your family right now. Yeah, definitely sad to hear the news. The Black and Kinky Lifestyle was, uh, podcast was one of the first that we listened to, kind of listened to their NIN episode Mm -hmm. before kind of we started looking into it and was extremely excited when, the bomber reached out mm-hmm. to collab with him on the uh, the Black History Month kind of yeah, little series they had going on. Uh, we were just really new and weren't at the point of. I was I was really scared. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I was like, I, we're not at that level. Yet. Yeah, so definitely sad we kind of missed out. Yeah, on being able to really meet them and everything. Yeah. So condolences to the Bell and your family. Alrighty, so before we get started as well into the episode, how have you been this week, darling? I just want to tell you from my perspective, you have been on cloud nine. I'm going on vacation. We're going on vacation, everybody. <laughs> I, I can. I can pretty much mute my damn phone and say, <laughs> tell everybody to go fuck off. Because <laughs> damn, dude, you've seen anywhere I go. Yeah. Phone call after phone call, text yeah. message after text message, email after email. Yeah. I'm just ready to get the hell out of the state. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. I, and I, I always hate that for you because literally, I, I think the biggest one was when you were like, you were so tired that day and you were like, I'm going to go to bed. And literally a minute before you were actually about to lay down, you got a work call. And I was just like, oh my God, leave him alone. Right. <laughs> let him be, let this man be. But you've been... You've been walking on sunshine this entire week. Like, nothing can hurt you right now. <laughs> right, I'll be better once we're kind of at Secrets or yeah. Disney, wherever we are. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and what's the one? Oh, we're doing trapeze. Yeah, trapeze for Lauderdale. Yeah. Might try to check out Caliente in yeah, Tampa. If we have time. Not Yeah, not too sure if we'll, we'll do that or not. Yeah. Oh, Just because yeah, and- uh, I think their playroom has been closed oh. for some type of renovations. I think something with the state and getting uh, permits and things like yeah, that yeah. done. So, yeah, dealing with that. Yes. And then uh, I think there's some other construction or something that's going on with mm-hmm. them. And also we got invited to hang out with some couples at the nude beach in Miami. Yeah, I don't know if we'll be able to make that one. Because <laughs> we'll be driving down from Orlando. Yeah, yeah. I mean, up from Orlando down to kind of like the Fort Lauderdale, Miami area. Yeah, and, and we... Think- that's like our that's like our smallest window of time, right? Yeah. Like we were just really banking on walking around and seeing the sights in Miami. Yeah, I don't think 
we're going to take it easy on that Saturday night. Yeah. So Cause it I, don't, be I don't think secret. we're going to wake up because, yeah, I think that starts at 10 and goes yeah. to 5. So. Yeah. But no, we, yeah, we're, we're pretty excited. I don't know why. I, I, I told you, like, I was getting anxious more so just because I, like, all of my work stuff is on the back end of the week because it's Memorial Day weekend. Um, and I have basically been going with work for like the past week on top of like packing. We, we've both been cleaning and trying to get everything together. And also I'm making sure nobody bothers me over the vacation. So yeah, like I get like slightly anxious and then like I get crazy mad happy when, when we actually go on the vacation. <laughs> so I'm really, I'm excited about that. I'm so excited about Epcot. I'm so excited. I'm so freaking around the world. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I'm so excited about Fuck that. Fuck those kids. Fuck those kids. <laughs> but, alrighty. So in this week's episode, what we're talking about is getting back into meet and greets with couples. Some people might think about it like going on dates with other couples. Um, but honestly, Owen handles the majority of this. I'm really shit at texting when, and I, I think you struggle with this as well, when you're texting with a couple and they are literally giving you zero back. Like, I don't even know what to say in those situations. I'm like, I'm not trying to ghost you, but you're giving me nothing. And you have to understand that, right? Yeah, no, where they, they are interested, but they're not reciprocating the, the same energy. The energy. And I'm just like, it doesn't feel like you're interested. And then if like you respond and it, it, that's the thing that would drive me crazy is that when, when I wouldn't know what to say. So I would like add in, you know, something like be like, Oh, like this is something about us. What about y'all? And then it like goes from that to basically like, all right, so do y'all want to meet up to fuck? That's not my, that's not my vibe. So yeah, I don't know. That's, how not, to... that's not our approach. That's not how we do things. So, we kind of like to, yeah. to have some type of connection yeah. going into it. Yeah. Uh, just makes the play a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. Versus kind of like this, uh, a very cold, yeah. Kind of just fucking. Mechanical. Yeah. yeah. That's sort of like the spikes for us knowing like, okay, first of all, we like you as people. We think that you're, you know, cool people that we would hang out with whether we were swinging or not. And I, I, I've seen this a lot on Reddit. People being like, in the swinging community and lifestyle community, people aren't your friends, things like that. And I'm like, I, I'm not... I never said that these individuals were our friends. We have, you know, indicated, I feel like multiple times on the lifestyle that that's what kind of what we struggle with because we have a lot of friends and we are pretty close knit with our family. So kind of like branching off to do lifestyle swinging stuff is almost like a little bit difficult because they do garner a lot of our time. Right. Um, but also, I just kind of think that's silly to say. If you really mesh with people in a lifestyle and those and those are like your legitimate friends, what the fuck? There's nothing wrong with that. That's great. That's awesome. That's cool. And if you are in the lifestyle and you just want to meet people and fuck, that's also fine. But I do, don't give people a hard time for their preferences. If if your preference is that you want to talk to people because you just want to fuck them, fine. And if other people want to talk to people to get to know them in order to see where things go in terms of having, um, you know, a swap, um, you know, a threesome, an orgy, things like that, then that's 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 their prerogative. OK, that's 
that's up to them. But since Owen does the majority of the texting, and I would say like the work that actually goes into setting up these dates, which I really appreciate, um, I think he's probably going to talk the most in this episode. Um, but first, can you kind of like talk about using apps to find dates? Like what what's that like? For you overall. I found that Cassidy and SDC mm-hmm. kind of works best. Mostly SDC. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because it seems to have the most active community okay. for, for, our, for our little area. Yeah. And then also kind of more close to our demographic as far as age and things like that. Since mm-hmm. we are on the younger side okay. of things. yeah, I would say also with SDC and Cassidy, they have, it is a little bit more up to date and they do kind of tweak it especially sdc mm-hmm. from what i've seen from what i started using when i started when blah when we started using it yeah uh, about two three years ago or mm-hmm. however long they have kind of tweaked it a bit yeah. here and there the messaging system and all of this mm-hmm. the rsvp for mm-hmm. parties and groups the display is just a lot more updated yeah whereas sls mm-hmm. and we're not sponsored let me let me say that right. We're not talking we're not, about these apps because they're paying us, guys. We're just we're we're giving you our experience with them because I, also I feel like a lot of people ask about that. They're like, "What yeah, apps do you we, use?" We literally don't do any advertising on this <laughs> on, on, on this podcast. We we're literally just doing this more of a like an informational, like for you. So so we're not that also doing that thing where we're, we're like giving you experiences and giving you zero details about like. Oh, what what apps are you using? What are the features? Things like that. So just keep that in mind. This is just our unfiltered opinions yeah, this, of the apps. This, the, this podcast is more of a passion project. Yeah. Especially right now for us. Yeah. Uh, something we like to do. So not sponsored. <laughs> SLS was the one that everyone really talked about. Yeah. Kind of going in. And even I think you might have seen SLS pop up on I the did. Reddit and how shitty I, it is. I remember in the beginning... You almost immediately hating SLS as oh, well. Oh, I I felt like I was using something from the nineties. Right. Okay. Like, and then like, wasn't the either they didn't have an app or the app what you could do in it was vastly different from what you could do on the website. Like you needed to use it, a browser. I don't think there's an app. There's not an app. Or I might might have one now. I haven't checked. Yeah, I, I, but when <laughs> yeah, it, there was no app in every. Reddit posts mm-hmm. that's just bashing how the system, how the website's going down, how they can't message or this or that. So I was just like, all right, we 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 did good. We we did a month of it on the subscription and then got out. We learned and yeah. we're like, okay, n- n- no more, no more. <laughs> but yeah, so that's kind of the the user base. Okay, so would you suggest one more than the other? Would you suggest like Cassidy over SCC, or do it, you think you should do both? It honestly depends on where you live. Okay. Like I said, for our area, mm-hmm. the South, Louisiana, yeah. I would say SDC mm-hmm. is the best. Yeah. Uh, but if you travel a little bit more to like Houston or Dallas or something like that, mm-hmm. Cassidy might be the uh, the way to go. Okay. Because they both kind of do events with clubs. And do both have apps and websites? I don't believe Cassidy has an app. Okay. I believe SCC, yeah, SCC does have an app. I don't really like using their app mm-hmm. just because since it's through the Apple store, mm-hmm. the app store, yeah. I think they're limited on what type of content they can show. Right. So right. if you have like sexy or naughty yeah. pictures, yeah. those won't show up. It'll just be a blank picture. Got you. So you kind of have to keep that in mind. Okay. 
and it, yeah, they do like a vetting process for each picture and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And some that some that we're just in like trunks and you're in bikini. Yeah, they're like now perfectly fine. Oh, okay. Like okay. not not okay. not 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 a skimpy bikini. Yeah, they'll they'll still flag that. What? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's oh, that's so interesting. That, yeah. So that won't show that. I didn't know that. But it'll show if you go to the website right. on your uh, laptop or that's desktop. interesting. Yeah, it must just be something with the with like the agreement on an application versus the website. Right. It must be something like that. Okay, so talk talk to me a little bit about your experiences actually like chatting with people. I over the last couple of weeks I've heard I you vented to me a little bit. Tell me what that I was absolutely about. fucking hate chatting. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, it, because I would say percentage-wise, what actually fo- has followed through yeah. to an actual meetup, yeah. an actual meet and greet, is maybe like every one out of ten couples. Shit. Just because of different, we're not their cup of tea, or yeah. they're not our cup of tea, yeah. or it's just we can never kind of mesh up, mm-hmm. but... It is tedious mm. and hard. How how frequent is like the chatting? Does it just depend? It definitely depends. Uh, I try to kind of go in and say, you know, I'm not looking to do a ton of messaging back yeah, and forth. Weeks of, I, of messaging. Right, I, yeah. I, I kind of want to hit the highlights mm-hmm. of kind of who you are, who we are, what you're looking for, mm-hmm. uh, what boundaries this pretty much all the hot button topics that you want to kind of get out the way. Like right. how long have you been in the lifestyle? Uh, what experiences might you have had? Mm-hmm. And if we kind of get through that, mm-hmm. that's when I'll start asking for like a, a face picture or something yeah. like that. Then to kind of more or less see if we will be compatible. Okay. I don't really need anything, you know, nudes or anything like that. I just need to see kind of full body and a yeah. picture just to yeah. see body types and things like that. And I think that works a lot. I think that works really well for us because I think that you've at least seen and, and understand about me with, you know, obviously attractiveness matters, body, you know, everything like that. But I think you really understand me when I say like it's personality. So I do know that you also do like a good bit of um, chatting with me because you, for me, because you know that like if the guy kind of doesn't give anything, that's going to make me not attracted to them, even if they are, you know, physically, you know, attractive. It, it's just the lack of conversation. And also kind of if it's not a couple that lives in our area. Yeah. That's that we can't go see in a, this weekend. Mm-hmm. Like it has to be pre-planned. Yeah. Like we're going to Florida or mm-hmm. or Las Vegas or wherever. Yeah, I try to kind of reach out to couples maybe a month in mm-hmm. advance mm-hmm. and start trying to talk, kind of go through that vetting process, yeah. and then try to move it to like a a messaging app mm-hmm. where we're all all four of us are kind of chatting back and forth mm-hmm. because we don't do the uh, the private messages between like yeah. husband and you or me and the wife. Yeah. We try to stay away from that. We do this together. Yeah. So even all of those conversations, mm-hmm. if, it, if it can't be shared with the group, then it probably shouldn't be asked or said. And also I'll bring this up because I thought about this earlier and I've seen this a lot where women have like found their partners sort of like having side conversations with women or men, things like that. And kind of thinking about like how we handle that with us, I just 
a lot of my job requires me to be on the phone and be on the computer. So I don't have, Owen doesn't really have time at all either, but it's, it's less, I think of an issue with him. If he picks up the phone to like send like a quick text or something like that, but like he knows I'm constantly in meetings and things like that. But if I ever like am interested in like seeing the chat, like I, we do this all the time where I'm just like, well, like when you, like, if you tell me about like a specific couple or something, I'm like, oh, well, let me, let me see like kind of how the conversation is going. And like, I just scroll through and it's, it's just, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I think when you begin to feel as though you have something to hide, I think that just means stop whatever it is you're doing. Don't do it. Stop doing it. So there should, unless y'all have agreed upon having side conversations, but I don't know what's your opinion about, side conversations because from what I've seen at least on Reddit I just feel like it always leads to issues especially in the content like couples agreeing that we will not talk about these things you know solo with other couples and then it happens and there's just that betrayal of trust so what exactly is your question if say if as a male you're speaking to a woman and we agreed upon you know no additional swapping of pictures um no talking about meeting up or or like setting up a meetup so that y'all can do something together and you do that that's boundaries you broke those boundaries in my in, in my head yeah so i mean that's yeah yeah. So overall, do you think do you think that that's a good idea to be having side conversations or do you think that it's just oh, best no. to do it as a group? Like I said, if you can't say it within the group, it probably shouldn't be said. Right. If, okay. if you are a couple like us. Yeah. Where we do everything, we say everything. Yeah. Together. And we also have, I think we just also have very similar tastes mm-hmm. in people and also like attractiveness. And also you are... I think too loving and also protective of me to allow me to take one for the team. And I am also just, I think I take a lot of pride in you as a person. And I'm like, I can't allow you to take one for the team. So like, we just don't have those situations where it's like that, that sort of thing would happen. But tell me also about your annoyance with the short replies. So (laughs) kind of like a lot of couples would say Especially single guys. Yeah. Single guys love doing the, hey, what's up? Hi. Hey, want to meet up? And what it's do you just, do with that? And it's kind of like, what, what, what the fuck do I do with this? Yeah. And then also, you know, you I kind of write out this message. I look at their, their profiles. Mm-hmm. I kind of pick little things from their uh, description mm-hmm. and talk about it or something in one of their pics. Mm-hmm. And then... They give me one of the some of the flattest conversation that I literally would I I have to put in work to keep yeah. the conversation going. And like, if it just if it's already feeling like work before we even kind of get to a point of a group chat or yeah meet up, it's not it's, it's not worth my time. It's like it's like going to chat GPT and being like. Um, sexy flirtatious conversation with another swinging couple and just seeing what 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 it dumps out and copying and pasting <laughs> right because for the most part with things like that especially conversations like that where i'm feel like they're not getting me anything and mm-hmm. kind of getting me dead in mm-hmm. to the conversation those are the people i will ghost Mm-hmm. If they want to message back with something of substance, mm-hmm. then yeah, I can carry on the conversation. Right. But outside of that, I just ghost it mm-hmm. and let it be. If they don't want to message back with anything, yeah, then it's it's cool. It's, it's cool. It's dead. 
So then how does that also connect with like the requesting face and explicit pictures? So a lot of couples have tried to get pics, especially explicit pics early on Mm -hmm. before I even got into kind of like my my betting process mm-hmm. and that's kind of a red flag and i kind of killed the conversation there right i'm just kind of like this isn't for us we don't uh send pictures this early on we usually like to see make sure there's some type of connection mm-hmm. before we start sending stuff like that yeah and, and I, we usually and oh uh, sorry no go but, ahead go yeah ahead. and i we usually don't send pictures like explicit pictures right. like nudes and things like that until after the first meeting right i i completely agree with that and I, all i was going to say was like i've seen I've seen on Reddit and also just in like blogs about swinging is almost like people, especially women having like a sense of regret after sending nudes or explicit pictures. And what did you call, you told me that that's called something like people that- pick hunters. Pick hunters. Yes. And basically like after I read that and you told me about that, I was like, oh, that's exactly what happened to you. And my thing is, is that if, if, if you- know what you're looking for do not it's it's similar to dating somebody i'm not gonna let somebody pressure me into sex on the first date if i don't even know if i want to like fuck that person so why am i going to allow somebody to pressure me into sending them explicit pictures it just brings me back to like being a teenager and you know learning about oh what's on the internet stays on the internet don't send people anything that you wouldn't want you know them to show other people and and my thing is is that if that's happened to you i'm really sorry about that but protect yourself protect your body protect your peace of mind if it's going to cause you regrets in the future and you feel even a tinge of pressure if somebody is put off by you saying hey I don't feel comfortable doing this right now, then, okay, you're not it for me. You're lost. But don't do something if you feel like you might regret it in the future. Right. Right. This is another part. We are pretty specific in our bio about our likes and dislikes. Now, is that... Oh, wait, real quick. I'm sorry? With the pictures as well. We do send face pictures. Yes, we do. Uh, We do. But that's kind of towards the end of the vetting process before we try to set up uh, like a meet and greet. Yeah. So we do try to send like full face pictures, mm-hmm. uh, with kind of showing our entire body, mm-hmm. clothes. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, I have to put that in there. But yeah, so we we're are we are okay with that in the towards the end of the just kind of quick message back and forth vetting process yeah. before we try to set up like actual meet and greet. That's a great point. Yeah. We don't want people to think that we're just like no, we're not sending face pics. No, we we do we do. <laughs> But we, I think, and that just goes into us conversationally. We want to make sure that the conversation is there. Right. Yeah. So, okay. Now, tell me, the the one you showed me, was that SDC or Cassidy with our bio, our likes, dislikes? SDC. SDC. Okay. We're pretty fucking specific about what we've done, what we want to do, what our kinks are, what our fantasies are, who we are as people, you know, things like that. Um, now... Tell me what it's like when someone is obviously hyper-focused on a certain aspect of play that we indicate in our bio we don't, we're not interested in or we don't do. So what is, it, what is it like for you when you feel like the conversation is being obviously steered towards that? Like, does it make you uncomfortable? How do you address it without sure. feeling like you're being rude? So with things like that, 
like I said, there's pick hunters, there's uh, unicorn poachers there are, that yeah. try to kind of poach a wife away from a couple. Mm-hmm. As soon as I see that, it, it's it's usually just kind of quick. You know, I don't think we're we're a compatible. match or compatible. Yeah. Uh, but it's not, like a red flag. Yeah, and yeah. I'll just usually just try to kill it there. I find that really. I I just think that that would be like a huge turnoff for me too because we don't like start chatting people up until we read like their information like that's that's obviously like you know if they say that I think one time we saw someone that was like specifically interested or they only did swaps in different rooms and we were like absolutely not right like you know we always swap together in the same room right um so that that would obviously be a a no-goer on that one but I just find it weird that you could put all that information and people, you know, just look at your pictures. They skip all the information uh, on your page and are just like, let me see what I can get out of this. Because oh, yeah. it's a waste of time. Because a lot of people will see the pictures and like, okay, I like this the way this couple looks. Yeah. And then kind of look past all the description and everything yeah. and try to make that couple into what they, they want. want. Yeah. And, you know, not all couples are like that, but we have come into our fair share yeah, they try to do that, especially kind of with you, mm-hmm. where they're trying to make you kind of, uh, where they're trying to make you buy. Yeah, and, and you I've know, explicitly stated that I'm, I'm not, and I, I just, that's my thing. I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm never going to lie and say that like I don't find women beautiful. I don't find them attractive. I just don't want to go down on a woman. I don't need a woman to go down on me. Like that, that's my thing. But they take that as a, a challenge. Well, yeah. And I'm like, don't challenge me. Because if I feel any type of pressure, we know and we're fine with walking out mid-sex. Like, don't matter. But yeah. Okay. And then, oh, oh, so also just read people's bios before you, (laughs) at least skim it before you start chatting with them. All right. Now, you kind of talked about this a little bit already, but the difference in style and approach. How do you feel when you with your approach being like I need more information detail kind of get to know y'all when people like obviously ignore that and are just like immediately just like I want you know face pics I want explicit pics you know let's meet um so we can you know have sex on the first date like I I obviously I I think for you that would be like a no-go but if people like consistently push it like how do you handle that how does that make you feel like I said, what a lot of them, A, it usually kind of ends into like a ghosting situation because they're just not reciprocating the same energy or mm-hmm. it's just a very off energy. Mm-hmm. And like I said, if they keep coming or mm-hmm. doing something like that, like especially single guys kind of are, are the worst mm-hmm. culprits of this where, you know, you sent a message saying, you know, not interested or something like that. Yeah. And they still message back. And mm-hmm. then they message back and they message back. Yeah. And they have like three replies, mm-hmm. uh, back-to-back replies with nothing from us. And yeah. it's like, okay, you're blocked. You're not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to block you. Yeah. Right. And I, I think, I think in those situations as well, it, especially if you are newbie to swinging and being on apps, don't feel uncomfortable. Like some people you do just have to ghost. I know everybody like makes it seem like it's this terrible thing. I think that like ghosting, a couple that you've been having like really good conversation with and like you y'all exchange pictures and maybe they're not your cup of tea. I don't think that there's anything wrong with telling somebody, you know, 
I, I would, I, you know, if y'all would like to hang out and things like that, but we would not be interested in doing anything sexual um, with you guys. We, we're just not attracted to you in that way. Obviously, some feelings are going to be hurt. Some people are going to be uncomfortable. However, it's sort of my mantra, especially in the lifestyle, protect your peace of mind, protect your peace. Because I feel like I would feel a lot more uncomfortable and sad and disappointed in myself if I was intimate with somebody I really wasn't attracted with. And also, if I had to like put on a show and make this person think that I was attracted to them and I slept with them when I really wasn't. I just feel like I'm being inauthentic to myself and I'm not being honest with that person. And, and, and regardless of what happens, people deserve to feel wanted and desired. So don't sleep with somebody if you're not actually intimate, interested in being intimate with them because you're afraid that you're yeah. going to hurt their feelings. Yeah, just because you guys get to it like I'm eating great, it doesn't mm-hmm. mean something is going to happen. Or it has to happen. Yeah, it, you can. If you don't have to give a reason why, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you're rejecting them or something like that. It could just be, you know, mm-hmm. there's just not a four-way connection. It's just, yeah, it, yeah. You know. And you don't also, you don't have to be an asshole about it. Like there is a difference between letting somebody down nicely and letting somebody down like an asshole. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I don't think I have to give examples of what that sounds like. I think you know it when you do it. Um, so we actually went on a date with a couple and I had a really good time. What about you? Oh, yeah. No, it was a, a good chill vibe. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like them. Um, now, before we talk about our date with this couple, we want to give y'all a, a, an overview of our previous experiences. And we've kind of hit on some of these in our previous episodes because this has sort of been like learning about lifestyle red flags. Um, so one of the first things that we learned was keeping information from us. Now, I know specifically, I feel like that first date, I believe that we went on, you asked a lot of probing questions, you know, like, oh, what do y'all like? How long have y'all been together? Do you have any kids? Things like that. And I'm pretty sure that they told you no, they didn't have any kids. And then when we got to the place we went to meet up, um, they were late and it, you know, it, was, it, it wasn't a problem with the fact that they were late, um, but they were late because they are babysitter which I think was somebody related to them, mm-hmm. um, you know, was late coming to pick them up. So we didn't have a problem with the fact that they had a, a child. It was just a little bit weird that we asked about it and they lied. Like I, I didn't understand. I remember, I remember kind of leaving, leaving that date. Like we talked about that in the car and just being like, why did they tell us they didn't have a kid when they do have a kid? I, I don't know why they felt like they needed to do that. I feel like a lot of people in the lifestyle, majority of the people in the lifestyle have children. I just thought it was kind of weird. And also, we did not have a very great time with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they. I, I remember we left that date really kind of feeling uncomfortable and concerned because they didn't really seem like they liked each other. And we've talked about like we 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 joke with each other, we mess with each other, and it's all in good fun. And I kind of like to pretend like I'm bothered by something. And sometimes you go, "Oh, is wait, are you really?" And you're feeling like yes, and then you know that I'm obviously kidding <laughs> or something like that. Like I'm being sarcastic. Their banter was so hurtful to listen to. Like their banter was not playful whatsoever. It was just very mean spirited 
constantly taking jabs at each other. And we were, we were uncomfortable. I remember because we were texting each other under the table, like, you know, oh, like, you know, let's try and change the subject or something. And they, they, we just got the feeling like they didn't like each other. And that was uncomfortable. Um, Another one was overuse of filters. Tell me how you feel about filters in in in, in pictures. Uh, as much as I hate them in regular, mm-hmm. <laughs> just regular photos, I hate them more in the lifestyle. <laughs> now, do you mean the Snapchat dog filter? Do you all mean- of them? You're trying to hide things that you feel uh, subconscious about, mm-hmm. and in the lifestyle, I feel like it's all about being open, mm-hmm. and you know, there is a person for. Person or couple for, for every, everybody. Uh, for yeah. everybody. It's kind of like a catfish mm-hmm. to where, you know, you're you're hiding all of this in a way to kind of hide from the prospects mm-hmm. and things like that mm-hmm. to for make, other couples. To to increase your chances of hooking up with somebody yeah. or and something then, like that. And then when the couple meets you, it's kind of like, you know. Yeah. It's like a different person. Right. So, you know, I get having you know a fun one mm-hmm. here or there but when all of your pictures have filters on them then it's kind of a, a big red flag of like yeah you know, what's going on right and then also with things like that if you are so that self-conscious to have that many filters mm-hmm. you know how do you guys deal with jealousy how do you yeah. guys deal with uh different emotions and things like that is yeah. it like an extreme so it's a red flag that's an indicator of multiple other red flags yeah. as well. Yeah. Because we, we've talked about this before. And I said, like, a huge part of the reasons why I stopped using filters completely in my pictures was, one, um, because of body dysmorphia. And, two, um, because as a black woman, filters are more geared towards Eurocentric features. And... I, I mean, my thing is, is that for a black person, I actually do kind of have more of a Eurocentric nose. It's just the tip of my nose, like most black people, it rounds out at the end instead of being pointy. And also, you know, my eyes and lips as this is the thing that I really hate about filters is that filters make my eyes smaller and they actually give me those Instagram filtered, like the people that get uh, the injections in their lips, right. which I find like it's hilarious because I'm black and I already have decently sized lips. So I just feel, I just feel like, first of all, I don't recognize myself and I feel grossed out by that being what is the perception of what would make me pretty when I feel like. I mean, I feel like my face is pretty pretty already. And I and I'm like when when I'm in my full exercise mode, I'm like I do feel like I re- I really feel comfortable in my body, but I just noticed that I did not like myself using filters and I realized that it came from a place of insecurity and in the lifestyle, I I'm with you. I don't think that you can be 100% yourself and authentic if you only feel attractive when you're using filters and like my thing is like I have acne I'm I'm 29 and I still have like you know red marks and things like that from my acne I don't like it but I just feel as though if a couple if if having if that having perfectly flawless skin you know turns you off from the fact that I also have like a, a decently great personality 
Um, I'm, I do think that I'm pretty kind and generous to people. If, if, if a couple of red marks turns you off, I, then you're not it for me, (laughs) but I'm not going to change myself for, for people that aren't you. Like you, you're who matters to me. You're who I come home to at the end of the day. I just, I would really caution, especially women and also men about the overuse of filters and trying to change yourself to meet people's standards. If you want to get into shape because you want to, you know, increase the the chances maybe that a couple reaches out to you because of the way your body looks or something like that. I think that that's, you know, more than fine. Even I, I just think filters are not realistic and they're highly temporary. So once you turn off that phone, that filter is gone. So yes. Now, okay, so that those are maybe some red flags that hopefully are helpful to y'all. But let's talk about our date with the couple. We, I feel like we really liked them because one, you vetted them really well and they were really receptive to like our questions. And I didn't feel, I didn't feel like they were uncomfortable or anything. I did, there were like a couple of times where obviously the husband was, he, he seemed like a lot more excited almost immediately about it. The the wife was a little bit more reserved, but as we went on, like me and her kind of had like a lot more to talk about. And I felt like we had really, really, really similar experiences in the lifestyle. And we kind of like hit it off on that. And the husband just had like a really, really good personality the whole time. He complimented me on my, he was like, I can't remember what he said, but he said like my, I had like really good energy. Mm-hmm. And I told him that like, I try to tone that down actually sometimes. And he said, oh, well, why? And I said, well, I've, I've learned that it can be off-putting to some people. You know, like if you're really high energy sometimes, it makes people introverted. So like I kind of start out a little, you know, normal, normal for most people energy. And then I kind of like, you know, as it's going, I let more of myself show. Right. Um, but what did you like about them? Like I said, uh, with the, the husband, he was, he had good energy, mm-hmm. uh, good conversation off the bat. Mm-hmm. And like I said, the wife had to kind of warm up into the conversation. Yes. Uh, like a lot of, uh, especially, parents yeah, yeah and yeah. uh moms yeah when i can get them talking about disney or something oh yeah it, it, you can see them light up so yeah so we spent I, too long talking about disney though yeah so, so yeah that's when i felt like she she got a little bit more comfortable yeah. and started talking more and like the conversation between all four of us became a little bit more natural yeah and things like that so. i didn't realize actually how late it had gotten i was like fuck it's almost like 12 o'clock at night and i was like y'all have children at home like go ahead like I, but it was it was really fun it was like i it, it was a date where i was like man i don't feel like time is passing like because we're having a good time great mm-hmm. conversation and i'm like i would definitely go on another date with them and we weren't uh physical or you know intimate we don't we stated that before we are not going to have, you know, intimate relations. We're not going to have sex um, with another couple on the first date. We like to get to feel people out for both of our sakes. I would say it's, it's situational. Yeah. Because I feel like when we meet, especially more local mm-hmm. we we definitely go into that yeah that way. yeah but obviously if we're kind of going out to like secrets or something like that right yeah it's more kind of spontaneous yeah it's spontaneous also because we've now met a couple that lives very very far away 
Mm-hmm. And we we also really like them as well. They, oh, yeah. They're, oh, they're, they're like us. They're, they're like, it's almost like scary how much like us they are. <laughs> and it's weird because like me, I think we're like me and the husband have commonalities. You and the wife have commonalities. I'm like, this is kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it, it, it's a good life. Matching it's energy. freaky how well it matches yeah. up and but they're they're like so far away so like if we did plan to go and meet them i'm like i think we would probably have sex because i feel like the, the chemistry is there the energy is there it just depends on yeah with the, with that it, it doesn't that doesn't necessarily feel because like i said we move conversation like that to a group chat yeah so there's more you know while we haven't met them in person in person there's a lot of build up and things like that. yeah and they're they are very open with sharing and their their messages are like very detailed so it, it makes us feel comfortable like sharing more and talking to them they have a lot of questions we have a lot of questions um right and they're a good example of what good communication and good uh good approach yeah. for us is because they, yeah. they you know uh when i reached out to them mm-hmm. you know i gave my message kind of did little notes on their uh profile mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. told them a little brief little bit about ourselves yeah and they replied with things that they saw in our picture things that they saw in our, our profile, profile yeah so already off the bat we like that yeah, that, I was like, they read the profile. <laughs> yeah, that's, they actually read the profile. They actually kind of sent something back with substance. Yeah, not uh, uh, a one sentence, a five, a five word sentence. Not like, oh man, that's cool. Yeah. So when y'all want to get together, <laughs> right? And the messages back and forth were pretty much so they're substantial, but it's also the quality. Yeah. Of the the of the the information, and I just love also. I mean, I'm never gonna say that I hate being complimented, but being complimented by them feels very nice. So I like that. Um, but yeah, I just feel like I, I don't know. This is, we've had like a weird a weird lineup of like matching with couples recently that like we just really like. We and I'm just like it's not just about the conversation. Obviously, there has to be some physical attraction there. So, uh, in, in both situations, I think that if we weren't, you know, also if if personality did not win out, I, I I don't think that we would be intimate with the couples. But I also think that if you know physically one of us wasn't like attracted to another part of a couple i if if it would be possible to still you know hang out talk and things like that right. because the conversation is great and it it's not sexually charged to be great conversation but it is really nice i see that a lot of people kind of talk about wanting to have more people to talk about the lifestyle with that aren't their vanilla friends mm. I feel like this is where we're trying to move more towards mm-hmm. is one build our circle yeah. Uh, uh, people, yeah. whether it be kind of on the West Coast, East Coast, or in, in the, the South, South yeah. uh, more closer to home base, where we can kind of throw parties, where we can have people over and things yeah. like that, or meet up, and where we do have couples where, you know, we don't really want to take one for the team, mm-hmm. where we might end up having more of an orgy setting. You can sleep with this with the, the husband, husband yeah. and that wife can sleep with someone else while I sleep with someone this else. person. Yeah. 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 And it, it's, it's sleep play play. There we go. <laughs> no, I'll go fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I don't, I, I feel like 
I feel just as though, and I hate that I keep having to say this, but I feel as though if 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 couple on couple play is your thing, that's fine. But don't if if you are a couple that feels as though like, uh, am I am I are we weird because we want to get to know people? No, there's nothing wrong with that. I I will tell you like Owen and I also have like pretty strong values about certain things. Like we have both had situations where we felt as though people highly just wanted to fuck us because of our the color of our skin and the way we looked. Like physically, you know, Owen is really tall. He's muscular. He has a really gorgeous skin tone. You look really hot. He was he was doing some yard work today, and this man was sweating, and I got a little got a little hot and bothered. Um, right, this is an uh, SMR uh, fuck session. Oh, um, so <laughs> we do those. Is that a thing? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But yeah, no, I have found, I, and I've, I've seen it with, you know, different races and things like that, but like people almost like sexualizing him because of his race and the way he looks. And that makes me feel, first of all, kind of like sad, but also I'm not going to allow him to fall into a situation like that because I know he doesn't want to feel as though he's being used, you know, something like that. And also... I've, I've had those situations before where like people come up to me and the first thing they do is touch my hair or grab my hair because they're like, oh, you have good hair, things like that. And I'm like, I'm not about to fucking play this good hair, bad hair shit with being African-American. Like that's, I, I think that's so stupid. I, I find things that are beautiful about um, women that are darker than me, that are lighter me, than me, their hair, things like that. I think we're all beautiful and I just don't want to be, I don't want to feel like I was used mm. in a situation. Um, just similarly to like how we talked about the threesome uh, a couple of weeks ago and just feeling like that guy was just trying to get off and I did not enjoy myself at all. And like we, the couple we met up with, they had had a similar experience where the guy was just rough. And even though she told him, you know, multiple times, don't do that. Don't be like that. And they just had to stop and leave. And the other couple made them feel a little bit uncomfortable with leaving. But I'm I'm not going to stay here in a situation and allow myself to be in a way used and abused for your enjoyment. Right. right? Because at the end of the day, like I said before, protect your, protect yourself, protect your peace of mind, protect your body. So we told y'all about a couple we're speaking to online, a couple we met in person. I think we wanted to sort of end the episode talking about sort of like how you, maybe some good things to do with talking with couples, with meeting up with couples and things like that. So the first one is handling rejection. Um, do you want me to take this one? You can. Okay. You're on a, you're on a good roll right now. Oh, I am? Oh, yeah. thank you. Okay. So handling rejection. Okay. Nobody handles rejection well. Okay. Owen and I, we, you know, get a little bit uncomfortable with rejection. I think that's just normal human behavior and everybody takes rejection differently. Some people get angry about it. Some people, you know, get really passive, a little nasty about it, things like that. But in, in handling rejection, first of all, do not feel bad 
about rejecting somebody. If you did it in the best way you could and you weren't nasty or mean about it or anything like that, if somebody calls you a bitch or say you're an asshole for wasting their time or something like that, you can't do anything about that. You didn't know that you weren't going to be, you know, attracted to them, um, you know, once you saw them or maybe like the conversation just fizzled out. Maybe they were putting on a show. That's not your fault. And also, what is sleeping with this couple going to do for you if if you are too afraid to reject them? It's only going to hurt you. Also, in taking rejection, I think we've learned in taking rejection to try to take something from it. Like... First of all, rejection can humble you, but also I think in a lot of situations that we've had, um, and I I don't know, I I feel like this has just sort of been the interaction that we've had because I, I don't feel as though, at least I don't feel like I'm a 10 or anything like that. When I look at Owen, he's 100% my type. So I'm like, yes, this man, (laughs) this man is a 12. But we've had couples reject us because, and they've told us that it's been because they felt like we were going to reject them. So they did it first. And I'm like, okay, there's nothing to, you know, do about that. But there's also been couples that have rejected us because we want to get to know them a little bit more and they're really not interested in getting to know us. And I'm like, okay, like at the beginning, that hurt a little bit because I'm like, dang, I feel like, you know, I'm a pretty nice person and I, I feel like we, I, you know, we have really good conversation, but if you don't want to get to know me, like I used to be offended by that. And I'm like, as it happened, I did not take it to heart. I just accepted that people are different from the way I am. And that's just, that's normal. And that's how it is. But also we, we haven't been people's cup of tea. Um, because of the way we look. Maybe, I don't know if it's because we're black. I don't know what it is, but like people have just said, you know, y'all aren't our type. And I'm like, okay, as long as we're comfortable with our bodies and who we are as people, you know, of of course I get a little bit offended because like I said before, I'm very prideful when it comes to Owen. Um, I, I just, I think he's a 12 overall. So I'm like, okay, you can reject me, but you cannot reject it. <laughs> Type shit like that. <laughs> but no, like I take a lot of pride in, in Owen as a partner. Um, but it, like I said, in the beginning it hurts, but I will say like, don't dwell on it. Okay, there's nothing you can do about it. Rejection happens. All right. I, I think I want you to speak on this one, discussing boundaries with other couples yeah i feel that we've met a lot of couples mm-hmm. that uh will talk about their previous experiences and things like that mm-hmm. where they kind of go yeah it was just really bad and mm-hmm. this and that and then you kind of deep dive uh deep dive into what they're saying mm-hmm. and the how the, the experience that they had mm-hmm. and they'll say yeah we didn't we didn't go over boundaries or anything at any point Mm-hmm. And we just kind of kind of freeballed it. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's why you had a bad experience. <laughs> you know, they didn't, the couple you went in with pro- probably just kind of was like, oh, yeah, they're just full swap, this, that. Yeah. And when in reality, you guys were just a soft swap couple or really just wanted to have parallel play. Mm-hmm. So setting those boundaries, discussing boundaries is extremely important. Like, uh, I listened to a podcast about uh, orgies, I believe it was like Swing Nation, and how, because that's their style of play, mm-hmm. is orgies. So, they'll kind of, before play starts, kind of go in, around, basically in a circle, mm-hmm. kind of say, you know, what each person's boundaries is, and things like that, mm-hmm. you know. 
communication. Yeah. Communication has to be good in the lifestyle. And if it's not, it will expose pretty much all the problems within the relationship. The relationship. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And also, I I don't... This is, this is just something that I've seen. And I, I, I've seen a lot of people say, well, I don't know. Like, how do you know what your boundaries are? Test them. Okay. If you are like a couple and you say absolutely no kissing, but you don't really know how you feel about that. Or I've had a lot of couples say, you know, absolutely no kissing and then try to kiss us during. And I'm like, whoa, because I don't want to make your partner feel uncomfortable. But like, I'm like, well, your partner is kissing, you know, my partner. So I'm like, I get confused. But it's that they are not even like new to the lifestyle, but they had like a really good connection with us. And they wanted to kiss. But I'm like, I don't want to be a part of a boundary breaking when you said that that's like, so, and this is just me giving an example. Um, mm-hmm. uh, things like that. Not that that actually happened, but we've had couples that tell us, you know, they are 100% against kissing. And then like afterwards, sort of wished that they had because they were like, it, it would have felt more intimate. Kissing is a really intimate part of sex outside of just, you know, penetration. Try seeing how it makes you feel, seeing your partner kiss another, you know, person. Let your wife kiss another man. Let your husband kiss another woman. See how it makes you feel. Maybe, you know, also all you you all try kissing each other and see how that makes you feel. If it makes you feel uncomfortable, yeah, it's a boundary. If it's not, it's one that you, you know, didn't get to test. But obviously there are a lot of women that are like 100% no anal. That, you know, if you've never done anal, if you have no interest in doing anal, that's probably 100% of a boundary that you don't need to test unless you really want to. But you have to discuss boundaries. And I think that also goes into like our check-in, check-out process. Like we had a boundary of no kissing. And we, after our first experience, we always do a check-in. And we say, you know, how was that experience for you? What did you like? What did you not like? What would you like more of? Has this changed your kinks or your fantasies, things like that? And then we have a checkout process. Yeah. And also with that, you know, because that was something that we necessarily didn't see eye to eye as well going into. Yes, correct. Where, you know, it was a boundary for you, yeah. but I was kind of like a little bit against it just because, like it's we so said, it, it, it's natural, but also it makes that play session feel very robotic and right. very cold, like you said. Yeah. And... Also, another red flag for me with couples that say no kissing is yeah. jealousy. Jealousy. Because at that point, I felt like you were still questioning your own, would you be jealous or something like that? I also feel like it's an indication of experience level because I, I and this is just our experience. If, if y'all have, if y'all know of like any couples that are like highly experienced in the lifestyle and they've never kissed, please let us know uh, at almost swingers with an S at gmail.com. I would love to hear those stories because I, I just haven't seen any of them. But that's always been a very big indicator to me that you don't have as much experience in the lifestyle as you're leading on. And I've noticed that couples lie about their experience in the lifestyle because they want to do something with you. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I don't want to be y'all's bad experience. Like, don't do that. That's also, first of all, it's not cool. And second of all, one of y'all are not going to be happy at the end of it. So just don't do it. Um, But also, yeah, like our checkout process, like in our first couple of experiences, like you told me things that made you feel uncomfortable that you don't want to see happen. And I, I 
listened and I heard and we talked about it. And I said, okay, well, yeah, I don't want to make you feel uncomfortable or happy or unhappy. So I won't do those things again. And it, it just also helped us have easier experiences where we could just then talk about the positives of the experience because we didn't do things that made each other feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And kind of touching on that as well with boundaries, it doesn't mean that that's a hard set rule right. as far as like it can't change down the line. Yeah. It's just right here, right now where we're at, this is what the boundaries are. Yeah. Boundaries can be pushed out, but boundaries can also be uh, pushed in. Bring back in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because you can have, Maybe get to know a couple mm-hmm. and, you know, you guys play, you guys have had multiple play sessions with mm-hmm. this couple. Doesn't necessarily mean like it's okay for uh, when I go to a restroom, I come back, you're kind of already halfway fucking yeah. the other guy. Another guy, yeah. Uh, or making out with somebody that... Well, the the, the guy that we already kind of talked to yeah. like that. Oh, like yeah, a, that's You guys already had a prior... Uh, relationship we already had a prior relationship yeah. with this couple yeah. and yeah. and vice versa yeah because that boundary had never been discussed discuss or pushed yeah. forward so mm-hmm. it can lead to hurt emotions and things yeah. like that so it's kind of always making sure you check in yeah and mm-hmm. yeah discuss that check and just just check in check out like feel that's your space to let your partner know what I felt good about, what I didn't feel great about. And the checkout process is, okay, what can I do to make you not feel like that again? It's like, well, I don't want to see that. Or at least I don't want to see that right now. Like Owen said, that doesn't mean that it's a hard stop forever. It just means right now I don't feel comfortable with it. And also do not push your partner past their boundaries before they're ready. I see that so much. I hear so many people talking about like almost like unknowingly pushing their like encouraging slash pushing their wives to something that they're like wife and I'm just saying I'm using that as an example because that's the situation that I've seen pushing their wives to do something that their wives have explicitly stated they didn't want to do or uncomfortable with and then the husband being mad at the outcome or the husband being mad that the wife is mad at them and it's of course your wife has choice but I think in a relationship and a partnership where there is or should at least be a natural form of trust, there's going to be a lot of hurt. If you're, if you feel as though your partner really, really, really wants to do something, you don't want to be the person going like, oh, well, no, I don't really want to do that as you continue to push them. If I, when I, and I'm just using us as an example, because this is what I know best. I have told Owen things that I was uncomfortable with and I never felt pressured or like I had to do something. He said, okay, well, if you're not okay with doing that, you know, that's, that's okay. If you do, you know, let me know and we'll try it. And I, we've been in intimate situations and there was something that like he wanted to do. And I, I kind of was like, Actually, I want to do I, I do want to see you do that. Like in, in this moment, it's OK to change your mind, but you are setting yourself up for a very uncomfortable, shitty, shitty, shitty conversation. If you and I'm, and I'm just saying this, I feel like I would be aware if I felt like I pressured Owen into doing something. I felt like I feel like Owen would be conscious if he felt like he was pressuring me into something. So so that whole defense of, well, they agreed upon it type of thing. I'm like, come on. I just feel like if we know our partners well, we know when we feel like we're having to put pressure on them to do something. And we also know if they don't really want to do something. I mm-hmm. I, I just feel yeah. like in the, in the lifestyle, I feel like everybody that's, you know, a couple for the most part, I feel like we know that. 
I don't think that that's something that you should have to be like, oh, I didn't know. I kind of feel like that's a red flag if you didn't. Right. But yeah, and also just the last one, ask and discuss expectations with your partner beforehand. When we first started getting getting into swinging, I was like nervous and I was like... I would, I would say, okay, well, so what are we going to do here? What, what are we, and, and we would discuss like before we would go to Colette's or something, we would say, are we trying to have sex with another couple? Are we, are we just going to have sex with ourselves and give yourself multiple options because you are going to let yourself down if in your first swinging experience. You're like, so, I want to go fuck so another couple. I would never put the expectation that you will play with another couple. Yeah. I would always put the expectation of, are you going to play tonight? Mm-hmm. And that play can just be us together. Yeah. If we do find another couple, mm-hmm. more the better, uh, more the merrier, mm-hmm. uh, better. And maybe it's parallel um, play. Maybe it's a swap. Yeah, you know. But I would never put the expectation to play with another couple. I would always kind of set it to: Are we going to play? Or are we not going to play? Are we just right. trying to uh, kind of be social butterflies mm-hmm. and talk to as many people as we can mm-hmm. and meet people like that? I would kind of gauge my expectations so that I wouldn't have like. I'm about to have a gangbang. Yeah. I'm about to go out here and uh, have a whole, create a whole full-on orgy. <laughs> uh, 20 person orgy. 20. Like, 21. <laughs> like, so yeah, keep those expectations pretty temperate and not have this extravagant idea of what the lifestyle is. Yeah. I like that word, tempered. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Sounds so intellectual. Ooh. Smart. You, All right. You so is, <laughs> you is smart. You is beautiful. You is loyal. You is. I think we went DJ Cali and the help. Um, oh, I was starting to go with DJ Cali. Yeah, you were DJ Cali. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> but yes. Um, as we said before, we're going to be on a mini break because we are going on vacation. Oh right. Yeah. We're going to take a recovery week from our vacation, so it will actually instead of being our normal one two, week, two weeks, two weeks. Yeah, okay, the episode coming week. on the second week. The episode will come out on the. Third week, okay? Um, We really want to thank y'all for understanding that. It just does take us like a little bit, especially since this is going to be like a long trip for us. And we are also going to need some time. Like we have to go directly back into work mode. Like once we come off of our vacation and we just need some time to come down from it. So uh, like I said before, please, if y'all have any Nin stories, because Nin is coming up pretty soon, we would love to share it in our next episode of Quickies. Uh, so please send that to us at Almost Swingers. That's A-L-M-O-S-T-S-W-I-N-G-E-R-S at gmail.com. Oh, you spelled it out this time. Okay. Yeah, I, you know... You see me. I'm so fancy, man. You know. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you're going to be in the Florida area or if you're a Floridian, uh, this week we're gonna be at Secrets. Like we said, we're not sure if we're gonna do Caliente, yeah. but we'll we'll like update our like our profiles. Unfortunately, you won't know that it's us. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, we don't, we don't publicly just throw yeah. it out there. But um, yeah, no. And we'll also be at Trapeze and Fort Lauderdale. Um, so yeah. if if y'all are gonna be there in the next week, we would love to 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 see to see people to meet y'all. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's it. That's it. That's it. All right. All right. We'll see y'all. Well, we'll, y'all will hear from us in three weeks. All right. right. (laughs) Yes. In three weeks. Okay. Thank you so much again for coming back and listening to another episode of the The Almost Almost Swingers Swingers Podcast. Podcast.